Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. My fellow entrepreneurs, Scott Hansen here. Are you fired up? Are you excited to be alive? Are you ready to 10x your business? I hope you're ready to tame your fears today, start living the life that you were meant to live, and become the extraordinary person that you and I know that you were meant to be. Today, our featured guest is Mr. Dan Parsons. Dan, are you ready to rock? Ready to rock, Scott. Let's do it. Success Hackers is brought to you by Meet Advisors, empowering business through advice. Dan is the co-founder of Drive, the mobile app that brings you on-demand dry cleaning and laundry. With super convenient pickup and delivery options, nights and weekends, Drive also provides ultra-competitive pricing and next-day turnaround. Drive is available in the App Store, Google Play, or Drive.com. Prior to starting Drive, Dan was CEO of Aura Interactive, which is one of Chicago's leading mobile and web development agencies. He's also a co-founder of Aura Ventures, the seed investment and incubation arm of Aura Interactive. Dan is a founding member of Ensemble, a best-of-breed digital service alliance in Chicago, and was recently selected for this year's Class of Chicago's Founding Circle. Dan and his companies have been featured in the Chicago Tribune, Cranes, Sun-Times, Business Insider, the American Marketing Association, and Tech Cocktail. Dan Parsons, welcome to Success Hackers. It is great to have you. Thanks a ton, Scott. I uh, really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. So, you know what, Dan? I gave Hacker Nation just a little background of who you are, but would love for you to share more about you and your business. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So Drive is a uh, it's an on-demand dry cleaning and laundry uh, mobile application. So basically, um, you can download the app from either the app stores uh, and or go to drive.com. Uh, we have a mobile product as well. You know, at your convenience, uh, nights and weekends when typical dry cleaners aren't necessarily open, you know, or if you don't feel like lugging your clothes down the street or driving um, to and from the cleaner, uh, you just request pickup and, you know, we'll have a driver at your door and as, as soon as an hour or less. Um, or you can schedule a time that's convenient. Um, you know, we, we pride ourselves on being available seven days a week, uh, especially at the hours when you're at home um, and you need us most. So, you know, early in the mornings, uh, in the evenings, um, and on weekends. Uh, we, we pick up your, your cleaning, take all your special instructions, and then uh, everything's cleaned and, and completed next day. Um, we notify you of the progress of your order every step of the way through uh, text messages and email notifications. And then uh, your, when your order's ready the next day, hop back in the app, and you can schedule delivery uh, when it's convenient. That is absolutely spectacular. You're the guy that everybody sits around, you know, whether they're having a beer or a cup of coffee, saying, God... I wish I would have came up with that idea. No, definitely. Definitely heard that one before. Um, <laughs> I, I got to give it to my partner, Chris. He actually kind of came up with the initial uh, with the initial thought behind the concept. Um, but, you know, just like any idea, there's still a ton of work to do. And it's it's actually a very complicated process. 
Um, I can go more into that in detail mm-hmm. uh, if you'd like as well. Um, so we're just, we're just happy to be working on a, on a big problem. When you have a brand new disruptive type of innovation, Light Drive, how do you get the name out? Is it word of mouth? How do you actually grow the business? Sure. So we found, you know, our biggest driver, at least in the early stages, um, is definitely word of mouth. You know, really focusing on providing a really good experience for your early adopters, you know, is very fundamental. You know, you know, what they say is if you, if you have a good experience, you'll tell three people. If you have a bad experience, you'll tell 10. Mm. Um, so just really making sure that a, we get to know our first time users, you know, we'll call our first time users uh, as often as possible and just kind of do the rundown of how'd you hear about us? Did you have a great experience? Um, if you did, we'd love if you told your friends or hit us up on Yelp. If you didn't, like, let us know. Uh, we really want to get this right for you. Um, so, so being very involved in that feedback loop is, is critical. Uh, because you'd be surprised, you know, even from a paid perspective, you know, if every time a customer has a good experience or telling more people that your marketing dollar goes further and your customer acquisition cost gets lower um, and, and the value of your customer goes up. So it really helps with all those metrics, just making sure you're actually nailing the product and nailing the service. Hacker Nation, right off the bat, what Dan just shared was so monumental, which is this. We want to call our first-time customers. We want to make sure that they have an amazing experience. And if they're not, let us know right away so we can fix it. Love that strategy. Passion is such a key ingredient to being successful, Dan. In my opinion, it's really the number one factor for success. As an owner and an entrepreneur in the tech space, how important is passion versus profit when it comes to growing a business long-term? I mean, passion is fundamental. The real, I think, differentiator between... Uh, you know, winners and losers, whether it comes to, to business or just entrepreneurs in general, you know, is who's down to, to really take on the long fight. You know, we hear about all these quick wins and these quick success stories, but you know, a lot of the big companies, you know, you'll see Grubhub and you'll see some of these other examples, you know, it takes them 10 plus years. Um, not saying that that's how long it always takes, but you need to be in the mindset that you're going to be working at solving this problem for a really long time. And, you know, as an early stage entrepreneur, uh, you know, or if you're venturing into a unique space um, where there hasn't been a lot of innovation, you really will get hit with issues and problems and, and struggles, you know, from all angles. So if you don't have some underlying passion or there's not something, you know, that's, that's firing deep inside of you to, to really figure this problem out, you know, you're going to get burned out and, and ultimately you're going to get distracted. Um, and that's really going to impact your ability to succeed. I love that. Share a moment or maybe an aha when you knew that you were onto something big, Dan. It wasn't just a dream anymore, but your dream actually became a reality. Take us back to the time when you knew that drive was actually going to work. The thing with a business like this is it, it's constantly growing. So we're always like hitting new milestones that we didn't expect. But, you know, I think fundamentally was when we had just launched, you know, what we call kind of our public beta, which is we, we'd put the app in the app store and we send some emails to friends and, you know, we just hit people up on social media and we're just trying to get usage, kind of blow the pipes out and, and really understand, you know, how to work this complicated uh, supply chain. And, you know, at the time, Chris was actually our only, uh, was our only driver as we were kind of trying to figure this, this proof of concept out. Um, and it got to a point where, you know, we had so many orders that he was maxed out. He couldn't do any more orders and his car was completely full. Um, and we we're like, all right, we have to figure out an inventory management solution here. So 
where are we going to start housing all of these clothing that we have? Because it's it's no longer can we just do the pickup and do the delivery and and you know fill in a car is enough space. So we actually had to figure out you know how are we going to set up and house this inventory between the pickup and delivery times, and then also what's our driver strategy? How are we going to get more cars on the road? So that that was a really good moment for us, you know, for us to figure out that. You know, we hadn't raised really any money at the time to, to pump into marketing. It was purely organic growth and people enjoying the service. And that proved a couple things to us. One, you know, we had built something that established early product market fit, um, which is something that we were always trying to prove. And then all the time I get that moment when I hear people just talk about the product and, you know, whether or not they know I'm involved or not. But, you know, I'll hear people mention it or talk about it all the time online. And, and that's just a good just to hear from complete strangers, uh, you know, they had a, a, a sweet moment with a new cool app that they're using. You know, that's that's a pretty good good time. When I think of the cleaners, I think of three things. Number one is convenience. Number two is pricing. And number three is doing a great job. What's Drive's unique selling proposition? And kind of how do you sort of separate yourself from what most people are used to doing, which is taking their cleaners to the nearest cleaners, dropping it off and then picking up three to four days later, taking it home and away they go. Yeah, totally. I mean, just the fact that it takes you a sentence or two to to describe what that process is (laughs) kind of goes into the problem we're trying to solve. Mm -hmm. Um, If you analyze some of the other industries in the garment space, there's a lot of activity and a ton of innovation. You know, obviously Trunk Club just got acquired um, and there's a lot of going into the wardrobe purchasing experience. So how do we custom tailor, you know, your style? How do we help you understand, you know, what to wear, what fashion trends are in? Um, but then after that experience, you know, after you've had that great purchasing experience, then you kind of lose, you kind of lose it. You're on your own for the, to, to maintain the life of that garment. So we, we, we felt that there was a ton of opportunity to make that experience better. You know, people, one thing I've learned, you know, is that people are really close with their clothes. You know, people take it personal. They, they, they have a lot of care, um, in their closet. So, you know, bring just that additional experience and continuing that and say, Hey, we're going to help you here, uh, for your wardrobe maintenance, you know, kind of above and beyond it, it just being cleaned. Um, so kind of taking that approach, uh, you know, really helps differentiate our mindset. So we are, A, we want to be ultra convenient. You know, it's, it's really tough. Everybody's busy, you know, lugging yourself to the dry cleaning. We're about to pick up your delivery. People often leave it there for way too long. Just giving them a really simple solution, uh, that allows them to really just outsource that whole cycle has been really important. So convenience is first and foremost for us. Um, and then quality. I mean, it, it's really important to make sure that the clothes are being cleaned properly, that we always give kind of our best recommendation on how things should be treated, how things are, are to be processed. Um, and then it's our job from a business to figure out, you know, what solutions do we need to, to build from a technology perspective or what efficiencies do we need to work into our model to make it affordable for consumers? That's kind of where we where we stand on, on, you know, those three pillars. I actually, I love it. I mean, it's such a great story and such a great concept. Spend maybe a minute or two very briefly, just take our listeners down the path of how do they actually engage, drive and become a customer? Absolutely. Um, so you go to the iTunes app store or Google play, um, or you can go to drive.com. Most of our majority of our usage is done through our native apps. So uh, you download, you know, our app from the app store. 
create a simple account similar to as you would with an Uber or an Instacart. Basically, we just need your essentials, your name, your email, your telephone number, and credit card. That allows us to communicate with you every step of the way through your transaction and then you know, ultimately uh, charge the customer. Once your account's created, um, you basically just you know, request pickup. So you, you enter the address um, that you want to uh, have your clothes picked up at, and then at that point, you can either say, I want to pick up now, so I want a driver here in 60 minutes or less, or I want to pick a one-hour time slot that's convenient. You know, Maybe it's 6 to 7 a.m. before work. Maybe it's 9 to 10 p.m. after work. So we're really flexible. We want to give customers as many options as possible. So you, you schedule your pickup. Uh, one of our drivers will arrive. You know, We'll bring all the laundry bags and, and things required. So we will uh, gather all your garments um, you know, we'll take any special instructions. You know, what starch levels do you want? Uh, are you sure you want this shirt uh, dry clean? You know, it's a cotton shirt. We recommend wash and press. You know, we'll go kind of through that initial consulting experience if you like. You know, if not, you can just hand us a bag of laundry. Um, you know, at that point, we actually photo inventory all orders. So, you know, we, we take them out. We work with, with uh, you know, high-quality um, cleaners that, you know, typically do cleaning for, you know, some of the best hotels in the city. And we'll get the, the clothes cleaned. Everything's done next day. They get emailed an itemized receipt and a text message notifies them that their order is uh, ready for delivery. And at that point, just, just hop back in the app and, um, you know, schedule delivery when it's convenient. And uh, we bring you all your stuff smelling great, looking fresh. Um, that's kind of the, the whole experience. And it's actually pretty quick. You know, you can get your stuff picked up at 9 p.m. You get a text message the next day at noon. You can have it at your door by 6 the next day. So it's, it's, it's pretty painless. That is absolutely amazing. I'm sitting here scratching my head going, my God, why didn't I come up with something as simple as that? I mean, we've been doing this for hundreds of years, taking our stuff to the dry cleaners and dropping our stuff off and picking it up, like you said. And I always leave my stuff, as you said earlier, two weeks late and then picking it up. But I love this. And I love the fact that your pricing is very, very, very competitive to the local dry cleaners as well. So you're not only providing an incredible service, you're not only providing an incredible turnaround time, but the pricing is extremely competitive. Yeah, we've tried to keep pricing competitive, and we're able to do that because you know we we don't have uh, a storefront where that requires you know some fixed real estate expenses and employee expenses. We're actually able to kind of aggregate all of the city's volume that we do, um, and that really allows us to gain economies of scale and, and provide competitive pricing. Um, so yeah, we do do the dry cleaning, but also we're really getting into the wash and fold game as well. So, you know, if you don't have a washer in unit, um, or if you hate hanging out with the laundromat or in your basement and taking hours to get your stuff done, you know, through this exact same process, you know, we actually do normal laundry. We deliver all your clothes back folded. As entrepreneurs and people who are playing at a high level, failure is simply part of the success equation, I call it. Take us back to a specific time or an event in your entrepreneurial endeavor, Dan, when you failed. You might have even wanted to quit, but you failed forward and took that failure and maybe used it as fuel to your success fire. It was probably that first app idea that I was working on you know, with, with my partner, Mike. It was in a really tough space. It was in the music space. Um, we were trying to figure out a streaming music solution. We had a partnership with Groove Shark in the works, and there were some, some cool things there, but ultimately uh, we couldn't make the economics work out. Um, so we kind of shut that concept down. It, it kind of sucked, but at the same point, it was a natural failure because it allowed me to kind of move forward. Um, you know, and that's when I got involved uh, at Aura Interactive, you know, at a more full time capacity. And 
you know, it just allowed me to learn so much about, about the actual mobile app development space. You know, it was super early in the game and, you know, it really put me on a whole new trajectory. So mm. everything kind of happens for a reason. You just got to make sure that you're, you're prepared and poised to find where the opportunities are. You almost need to approach everything, you know, with, with the mindset that you're going to learn. Um, and then if you fail, it's fine. You, you still are, you're still being productive with that failure. I love that. Still being productive with that failure and looking ahead, learning what you just quote unquote failed in, or some people don't even call it failure. Some people do call it failure, whatever, however you want to term it. It's something that you want to learn from, but then keep moving forward rather than tucking tail, you know, and going back to whatever you were doing prior to this. The premise of the show, Dan, is not only to empower current or would-be entrepreneurs, but to also share certain shortcuts or we call hacks on how they might be able to get to their success quicker. Share with Hacker Nation a success hacker strategy that if someone is looking to create a new disruptive innovation like Drive, what do they need to do first? I'm a big fan of testing things. So, you know, there's a lot of big ways to try and approach, you know, disrupting, you know, an industry. Um, with Drive, we didn't do a whole lot of testing. If we would have done things differently or done it again, I'd have done a million things different, obviously. But, uh, but there's a lot of interesting ways where you can go out and start testing without necessarily spending a ton of time and money um, into to trying to ultimately get a result. So whatever mm-hmm. the like the, the fastest way to start testing, like maybe start putting up Facebook ads for a product that doesn't even exist yet, right? Just to see if people are wanting to click through and learn more about it. You know, throw up a website and put up a Facebook ad or do some search. There's a lot of cheap paid ways that you can really start learning if there's if there's interest in what you're trying to do before you actually dive too deep into it. So that's like the very the very hacky um type of, of way to approach a big problem is is kind of fake it really early on and get a little bit of data you know if this is something that potentially has viability. Uh mm-hmm. and then if this is a hack but it's more of an invested hack is really spend time in learning around the business or, or around the industry that you're going into. Um, you know, for example, you know, drive is essentially, you know, it's a technology company, you know, ultimately we, we, we help enable, you know, a dry cleaning service, but everything is, is, is on technology. And like in regards to that, we need to build a technology team and that aura, we've been building a technology team. Um, and you know, I personally don't work, can't, is, aren't a, uh, full stack developer by any means. Um, and would, would drive, you know, I'm, I'm learning a lot about, you know, how, how we scale this business and, and what are, what growth channels work. But I spend a ton of time still in the weeds with learning, uh, a lot about these. Um, I'm still very active in, in figuring out what growth channels work. I'm very hands on with these types of things. And that doesn't mean that you're going to be the guy to build it or you're going to be the guy that ultimately is going to execute, you know, all of your paid marketing channels or whatever. But if you're, if you have to build a team around that and you have to find leaders in that space, it's impossible for you to do the best job unless you really understand the mechanics and really understand the technologies and the tools that are being used. Mm. So it's not something you can do and get very quick results. However, going back to what I was mentioning earlier in the segment, if you think about this long-term grind, it is a hack to finding the people and the talent and the tools to, to really build a long-term foundation because you're not having to hire the wrong person and fail and find someone new. You're not having to, to invest in the wrong tools. You're really able to, to poise yourself and be very, very educated when you make these really impactful decisions on your business. 
So, I mean, that's huge is like, don't be afraid to really get in the weeds and actually know what you're talking about when you're, when you're trying to figure out, um, you know, what people to hire, what tools to, to engage. Hacker Nation, Dan just ripped off two incredible golden nuggets, which was number one, you got to stay close to the fire, right? You got to roll your sleeves up. You got to get buried. You got to get immersed into the technology, into the field, into the environment, into the industry that you want to be going into. You don't maybe have to know every nuance about the business, but you have to be pretty intelligent to talk the talk. And secondly, you talked about testing, testing, testing. Before you even launch anything, start putting some feelers out there to see if this is actually a product in industry that people are excited about. Would you agree, Dan? Absolutely. You hit it head on. Dan, we are now going to enter the randomness round. It's like putting you on the success hackers version of the hot seat. Whatever is the first answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. So, Dan Parsons, are you ready for the randomness round? I'm ready. Best advice you've ever received? Fail cheap. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? Workout. Typically cycle. You now own a time machine, Dan. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 18 years old again. What advice would your current self, knowing what you know today about business and life, Give your 18-year-old self. Start coding. <laughs> okay. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success? Ambition. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? I'm pretty good at skateboarding. And last question of the randomness round, Dan. When your life is near the end, what do you want your legacy to be? You know, I want my legacy to be that I cared about the people um, that were close to me, you know, family, friends, uh, and the teams that, you know, I'm, I'm building and will continue to, to work for. So I think, you know, caring about people and was, was able to, to be, you know, a trustworthy leader, um, and feel as that someone that people could put faith in. This has been incredible. Thank you, Dan, so much for your time and sharing these incredible success strategies and hacks with Hacker Nation. Where can our listeners find out more about you and your business? Sure. Um, so first and foremost, uh, drive.com, D-R-Y-V.com is where you can learn all about, uh, you know, our, our business and operation. Um, both of the app stores, drive, uh, D-R-Y-V. Again, just search it, uh, give us a download. Aura Interactive, that's O-R-A, interactive.com. Uh, you can check out more about the agency. Um, then you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, and my handle is Dan by Day. Dan by day on Twitter and Instagram. That's correct. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net for this episode's show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Dan, along with other really cool resources that we have on the site. Also, don't forget, you can take this show with you and listen to me and these incredible interviews anywhere you are at. You can do this by going to successhackers.net clicking on the iTunes tab, and then clicking subscribe to the show on the iTunes page. You can also follow me and the show on Twitter at ScottHanson1210, at ScottHanson1210. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.